You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live is a Trend. I am Daryl Kristen, and joining me again in the house is Courtney Stewart. We're back. We're, we're back. back. We're back. We're back. We're back. The quarantine <laughs> and lockdown did not shut us down. You know what I'm saying? Not we are still producing some shows. But we got a very special, we got a special guest today. Excited to have him. He's doing big things. Niambi Niambi is in the house. Hey, what's going on? Great to see y'all. Welcome. Good, man. Glad you could join us. I know it's been crazy out there, but, you know, I'm glad that you're able to come in and talk to us today. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. It's been insane, um, but, uh, you know, it's glad to to see faces and, and talk to people. You know, I actually got to start off by saying is you inspired me, man. I think I need to legally change my name to Daryl Daryl. I think that'll be work better for my career. Yeah, no doubt. I think, you know what? That's what I'm <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Change, we got to change our first name to last name. Some people from last names to first names. We got to do it. We got to you know, do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's a movement. Like, I, I feel yeah. like that, that sounds way better than what I got currently. <laughs> <laughs> taste of who I am. You know, you got a little basketball happening up there with my jerseys from high school and college. Got a little Star Wars action over here because, you know, I'm a nerd, blurred, black nerd. <laughs> got, uh, you know, some stuff over here. Darth Vader on the side. You can't quite see it. Some Marvel stuff, you know, comic comic book guy, you know. So here you go. Yeah, I saw some videos uh, that you definitely like to attend comic so I know that you uh, got your video video game and, and comic, comic stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love, I love that world. I love feeding the imagination with, with comics. You know that art, the art that that's there, the variety of art is just, it's, it's like Candyland. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially Comic Con. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. How you been surviving, man? How's everything going? Being quarantined and on lockdown. Man, well, I've been surviving by, of course, like I said, reading comics, but then drawing. Like I draw every day. I write every day. Um, you know, I, I watch a movie every day. Like I'm always doing something every day. Like I'm trying to, I try to do, yeah, I try to find routine and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it, you know, and hopefully it becomes a habit once we get past all of this. Cause you know, I think now's the time to form good habits. I agree with that. What's been on your watch list as of late? My watch list. I've been watching, I watched Better Call Saul. I watched all Mm. of that. Yeah. Because I was a big Breaking Bad fan. Right. Yes. Thank you very much. So good. Big Breaking Bad so fan. Um, of course. So I watched Breaking. Went back. Watched Breaking Bad again. Then watched um, El Camino. And oh. Then went all the way back. Of course. Oh. You know. To went back forward because I mean they're showing it. They're shooting it now. But like it's a prequel. Watching all. Of, uh, watching all of uh, Better Call Saul. So uh, that Picard. Watched all of Picard because I'm a I'm a um, a Star Trek Next Generation guy. I feel that. Um, yes. Uh, one yep, of the leaders. I support that. Thank you. One of the leaders in the fan club of the Jordy LaForge Club. So I can't wait. Hopefully he'll he'll show up at some point in Picard. Uh, LeVar Burton. So we'll see. We'll He's see the man. Go. LeVar is the uh, man. That's my man. That's my man right there. That's my man. Well, well, you've been doing big things, man. I mean, I've been watching you for a while. I know you started off in theater. And, uh, yeah. you know, you you work your way through the network. You've been on so many shows. One of my favorites, Mike and Molly. I still watch the reruns, brother. Still thank watching. you. Thank so you. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My, my wallet. Thanks you. 
<laughs> yes, <laughs> yes residuals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Snap to the residuals, brothers. Snap to the residuals. Please, please, please. Thank you. And then, of course, now you're on the good fight, man. And that's been killing it. I mean, it's been, what is this, fourth season now? Yeah, season four. It's four amazing seasons. Uh, I mean, each year, like, it just, we, we go, we go deeper and we go, we go like even uh, further out there. I mean, the, the first episode alone of this season was just like trippy and, but like awesome and amazing with the what if episode. Yeah. And then it's like, it's got an all-star cast. I mean, you got uh, Delroy Lindo, Audra McDonald, you know, Fire. I mean, everybody, you know, so many Fire. people, you know, you, you yeah. got a full cast of people that just are representing and have been in the game yeah. for a while too. Yeah, I mean, working with Delroy Lindo and Audra McDonald and, of course, Christine Baranski, who leads our show. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, I mean, Chris Jumbo. Uh, we have uh, Sarah Steele, Zach Grenier, Michael Boatman. You know, all people who have done so much in television over the years and in film. You know, with Delroy, you know, he's, he's West Indian Archie to me. So, like, you know, the fact that I'm getting to, to work with, with, with him has been, like, like a, a dream. I mean, he's a legend. Yeah, a legend. And making, and then making him laugh, like, because he's so serious. Yeah. He's so serious. <laughs> he is. He is. So, he's got so, that serious stature. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but he's laughing. He's smiling, actually. Right? His, laugh, <laughs> his laugh is a smile. And um, but getting him to laugh has just been, been a joy for me. And, uh, you know, being with this cast and um, the amazing uh, creators in uh, Robert and Michelle King, like it's just like it's been it's been a blessing to go from Mike and Molly, which has been a blessing in and of itself. Yeah. To, you know, a sitcom comedy to a drama drama like The Good Fight. Um, it's been I, I can't I can't I couldn't have it any any better. And it's showing what your range. You, yeah. What was that? What well, I was going to say, what did you do? Because you did mention, like, going from Mike and Molly to going to The Good Fight. And obviously, The Good Fight came off of Good Wife, which was an amazing yeah. drama as well. So going into that as an actor and a performer, like, what did you do to sort of prepare yourself for that? And was it challenging for you to move into that drama yeah. space more? Or do you feel more comfortable in comedy? I, I prayed a lot. I prayed a lot. <laughs> Start. Because like, like, everything happened so quickly. <laughs> It was so fast. It was like, all right, Tuesday I rolled around and then I got this audition. It was like, hey, we want you to put yourself on tape for this show called The Good Fight. I was like, oh yeah, that's that one that was called The Greater Good but way back when. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go in. When did, they, when did they need it, next week? And they're like, no, we need it tonight. I was like, tonight? Oh, whoa, okay. Uh, all right, let me get this together, put it together, set it out that night. Then the next morning they were like, CBS loves you. Uh, the producers love you. Um, we just need to get one more person to sign off. And then if they sign off, you're flying out today. And I was wow. like, oh, shoot. Okay. Wow. So they, they, they signed off. I flew out that day from LA to New York and then shot my first scenes that morning, 6 a.m. Man. Yeah. Like Whoa. it was, the turnaround was huge. So then like, I didn't really get a chance to like get a grasp of who this guy was. I just had to, I just had to trust that I am the guy. You know, I like that. Uh, yeah. So so and then, of course, as the the uh, the episodes of my time on set, um, uh, you know, uh, evolved, I evolved uh, and the character evolved. So it's been a fun journey to to find out, like, you know, who this guy is sort of. I mean, we'd have conversations myself with the Kings and, and just just casually talking. 
And the next thing I know, something I said is in the script as far as who the guy is. So that's why Jay's a, a penciler, somebody who draws, somebody who's in the comics uh, as well, in the graphic novels. So um, it's fun to sort of, it, to, to build this character over the last four years. Well, I know they've incorporated several of your traits into the character, but if somebody is new to the show and just yeah. watching you, how would you describe your character to them? I would describe Jade the Persia as a listener, someone who is cool under pressure, doesn't raise his voice. That's one of the first things they said uh, when it came to the script. Um, but uh, but a nerd, like he's a he's yeah. a closet nerd, you know. Um, but not ashamed of it. It's just that when you see him, you know, whatever how he's put together, whatever, um, you wouldn't know it until unless he told you. Um, but it's because of those things, as far as his love of technology, his love of, of course, comics, of stories, um, of storytelling or whatever, um, he uses those things to, to, to sort of like investigate, to, to find information. Uh, one of my favorite things to say, I got this from this documentary that was on this investigative reporter, actually two investigative reporters, uh, who Jay the person is. He comes from the investigative reporting world. Um, uh, it was a documentary on Pete Hamill and Jimmy Breslin, who were great mm. investigative reporters in New York, and uh, one for the New York Post and the other one for the New York Times. And it was Pete Hamlin who was talking about how everyone has a public life, a private life, and a secret life. Mm. Public life is for all of us, right? The private life is invitation only, and the secret life is nobody's business. <laughs> and that's Jay DePersian. I hear that. That's how, how it would, is. So, mm -hmm. How would Jay Dispersion be uh, handling the quarantine and lockdown right now? Well, first of all, he would make sure that everybody at the uh, the firm, um, you know, uh, got all the right information because you know there's a lot of information that's being thrown out there. Yes. Um, there is. Uh, contradicting information, <laughs> and he'd all be all about finding the right information. Uh, and making sure that everybody at the firm uh, is up to speed on what they need, what they what they have to do to protect themselves and their families. He would have been on it right away. Um, and he'd have been like, he would have social distanced everyone. Everybody. Like, right, right off the bat. He'd be like, no, 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 no. Immediately. Not, not, even, not even six feet, 27 feet. So, like, I hear that. Yeah. What would Jay say to, uh, you know, our, our African-American, and Latino brothers and sisters out there right now that are getting a lot of slack because they are not quarantining themselves properly and our numbers seem to be growing in that direction. What, what do you think, what advice would he tell them? Well, no, I've, I'm like, look, Jay would, would definitely say, yo, you gotta protect your own. You gotta protect yourself to protect your family. Uh, and by you not doing that to protect yourself, you're actually harming those people around you. You're harming your community. Uh, we, you know, early on, people were saying that because of our melanin, because of who we are as black folks, we're immune to this, yeah. you know, and then people actually still believe that. And it's because of that narrative that we are probably the largest group, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to uh, people who are dying from this. Yeah. So uh, it's very important to, to, not all, to not only take care of yourself, because that's first and foremost, you got to take care of yourself by staying home washing your hands, you know, doing whatever you can, you know, to, you know, keep distance. So you take care of yourself. And it, like when you're on a plane, when they're like, um, before you put your mask on somebody else, put yours on first. Right. Right. That's what they always say. 
So you got to do the same thing. You got to take care of yourself first. And then you got to take care of everyone around, everyone else around you. By taking care of yourself first, you're actually taking care of everyone around you. That's so true. Um, listen. And then also, <laughs> also corroborate others, all the stories. Like when you hear one story, corroborate it with another. Make sure that it's, it's coming from a source that's, that's viable. You know what I mean? Um, you know, unfortunately, we're getting information, uh, some from, um, from the highest uh, of the high. Uh, that is not vetted, and we just got to yeah. make sure. We just got to make sure we we are sharing information. Yeah, got to share information. That's true. We in this together, yeah. man. We you know don't do it alone. Don't do it alone, and don't it, it don't be don't be uh, you know um, a rebel talking about nah, it ain't gonna get me. Ain't right, get me. right. <laughs> you know yeah, Corona, Corona don't discriminate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> corona, Corona, like oh. You, you just say, I am not going to get you? Okay, I got something for you. I got something for you. No. So, like, take care of yourself. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And look, At- you know, it's. It, I know it's tough also wearing a mask, being told to wear a mask. You know, being who we are as Black folks, I know it's difficult already, you know, as far as being uh, profiled and things like that. You know, so, you know, I mean, hell, I want to... I want to create a mask that was a mask of the bottom of my face, so that when oh, I put on dope. the mask, you can you can still see the bottom of my face, you know. But it's a mask of the bottom that's of my, really my face. That's really smart. Um, but like, hey, you, you might need to do that, man. I might have to. You, do that. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if only these printing companies were still open. But um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but you but you gotta wear the mask. You gotta you gotta take care of yourselves and 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 just be smart. Be smart. Stay safe. Stay sane. Yeah, I think this. I think this is like the first time that we can actually go into a store with a uh, bandana on and not be profiled. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or so you hope. Or so we hope. Right. You're right it's about possible. that. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, people love we the show. We were talking about. Oh. Inf- Sorry. We're oh, go ahead, Courtney. No, go, <laughs> ahead. go ahead. Go ahead, Courtney. Ladies no, I was first. just gonna say we we love the show and just to circle back to that with your character. Where are we gonna see him go this season? Because we have wanted a little more about his secret private life that we don't true. really get. True, true, true. Yeah, uh, with Jay, I mean, look, um, the the last few seasons, you know, you'll you'll get little nuggets here and there of who he mm-hmm. is. Uh, you know, of course, the immigration episode, you got to 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 you know find out uh, about his his sisters and about uh, his parents and the fact that. My birth certificate was actually uh, forged in that I wasn't actually born in this country. So we, we were able to tackle immigration in that episode. Um, uh, in this uh, this season, we're dealing a lot with conspiracies, dealing with, um, with um, how we navigate through the secrets and lies and being able to find out and figure out what's true and what's not. And how do we use that information to move ourselves forward as a firm? Um, for uh, for Jay, you'll see a lot of my playful side. I think towards the um, the you know a little bit um, early on in the next um, the, in the uh, next couple of episodes, um, but like later on, you're gonna see uh, a little bit of my playful side. Um, we have an episode coming up where we deal with one of the things that went viral. I think yeah, there was a video that went viral with uh, Delroy Lindo's character Adrian Bozeman. Um, where he was talking to the reporters about the N-word. And we actually do have an episode coming up where we, we um, it's discussed. 
So, um, so I, I'd stay tuned. I'd stay tuned for that. It's great. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun this season. Trying to figure out what this memo six eighteen is all about, which is the mystery of the season. The mystery. And yeah. if you could, if you could write a storyline for your character, what was, what would be something that you might want to incorporate into the show? If I could write a storyline for this, for my character in the show, um, it's a great question. So many things out there to cover right now. There's so but. many, but there's so many, yeah, there's so many. I mean, like, I would love to continue to explore his home life in terms of like, you know, love interest and, you know, cause we started, we started that uh, um, last season. We had, we, you know, where, you know, Jay, got, had, a girl, Jay had a girlfriend. Um, but I would like to continue like, you know, developing that. Um, the episodes I've loved this season are the episodes where I'm out in the field, making it happen. Uh, you know, gathering information, playing myself, me, me and, uh, and uh, Marissa Gold, who was played by the great Sarah Steele. Um, us out there investigating uh, together, um, you know, um, together we're RBL, because that's the name of the firm, uh, which is uh, Reddick Bozeman Lockhart, RBL, Rebel, 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 and Rebel Investigations. Um, and uh, yeah, like creating some sort of series that's like uh, centered around uh, that. The person I would love to work with, because I'm a big Good Wife fan, a big Good Wife fan was or is uh, the woman who played Kalinda, Archie Punjabi. Mm. Oh yeah. Kalinda, Kalinda is one of the great characters ever like created. Absolutely. And to be a part of the Pantheon, I hope I use that, that's the first time I've ever used that word. That's a, that's a I strong word, right. I like that. I, I mean, you steal that for myself. Thank you. You, you got it, you got it right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, of, of investigators, you know, that have come through uh, this show, it's such a, it's such an honor, you know, and um, I, that's that's someone I would love, love, love to have come back and have a storyline with. That's um, dope. On the good fight. And then Any because you love that too, <laughs> I'm sure they would. Yes. And then because you work with so many great talent on the show, is there anything that you've learned personally for yourself, like by watching Delroy or Christine or Audra? Um, I mean, you're already a, a successful act actor, but we also, you know, as we are around people that we look up to, we learn from them. And if there yeah. have been any things that you've learned from just working with them or just watching them on set? Yeah, no, what I've learned, uh, not only from them on set, I mean, I learned this when I was working on Mike and Molly, uh, being that was my first big thing on television, um, is how to be a professional, how to uh, be um, on a set. Uh, I learned that from Mike and Molly, and then I brought that over to uh, the Good Fight set, where I just try to be... I try, I try to be a joy, you know? Yeah. So, so no matter what, when someone uh, leaves and goes home uh, from that set, anybody from that crew, uh, being from the lighting department, the sound department, hair and makeup, no matter what, the PAs, the, um, the uh, crafty uh, uh, guys, um, anyone uh, I come across when they leave, I want them to at least, if they say, um, dag, I had a bad day, but at least I had one good moment. I hope that mm. I'm the one that provided that. So I try to be that. And I learned that from working with, um, with, uh, with my, uh, my family over at Mike and Molly. Mm. And watching uh, Christine, who's a great number one, she yeah. just, she sets the tone. And so everyone, um, so it's a set that, that is 
um, you know, full of joy. You know, I love having the um, backstage conversations with Kush Jumbo. So Niambi, we obviously just had a quick little uh, technical difficulty, but you were flawed, yeah. man. You were talking about what you learned by being on set from Delroy and Christine and Adra and those type of people that are, are just killing yeah. the game as well. Yeah, I mean, like, like I was saying, the, the um, you know, Christine is just an amazing number one. And so she sets the tone for everyone uh, around us. And so it's been great and having conversations with Kush Jumbo backstage, who, was, who is a Nigerian Brit and I'm a Nigerian American and us sharing our stories has been awesome. Um, Michael Boatman, us talking comics, obviously, because he's yeah. a huge comic book nerd himself and Sarah Steele. And I was just talking about, you know, uh, our, you know, dating life and, and stuff like that. So it's just, it, it's it's fun backstage. We have a lot yeah. of fun backstage and it, I think it translates through um, uh, the screen when we're actually in front of the camera. Um, it's great. And what I learned from Delroy, what I learned from Delroy is, um, is taking your time. Yeah. Like really like breathing, taking your time, trusting and and um you know not to, don't don't rush in you know uh the fool rushes in don't be a fool so yeah that's yeah. what that's yeah delroy i've learned i've learned how to take my time um so i can allow myself to go there and i think that's why some of the scenes that we've had that's great very powerful yeah yeah that's a great advice but you know that's for it. actors especially you know yeah and then outside of the good fight, you also have several other projects coming up. You got uh, here today, his wake. Tell us a little bit about those as well. Oh yeah, so here today uh, is a film that I, I shot uh, right before um, we uh, started the season for uh, the the good fight, uh, working with the amazing, incredible, legendary Billy Crystal and wow. the hilariously funny, awesome Tiffany Haddish. Uh, we had a, a great time uh, on that set, uh, very playful, um, and I'm looking forward to uh, that coming out. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I was shooting a film called His Wake um, that uh, a friend of mine uh, is, is uh, directing, um, just about a family, uh, an art dealer who's um, an older gentleman who is uh, dying and how the, um, the uh, daughters take care of him, and I play one of the, um, the significant others. And um, we were shooting that, and then the whole COVID nineteen, you know, uh, thing. Um, uh, but, yeah, yeah, because I was shooting that at the same time as shooting uh, the Good Fight, and um, you know, for both both things, they had to be shut down right away. Yeah, yeah, but I'm hope I'm I'm excited to get back into that uh, arena to uh, to finish that film. Uh, I'm also um, you know writing and creating my own stuff. Um, there's, uh, you know, even though we're all shut down, you know, Hollywood isn't quite shut down. They're, they're still yeah. um, taking meetings and still uh, uh, hearing ideas, pitches and things like that. And so uh, I've been pitching ideas, uh, um, you know, while we, while we stay at home. And then that's actually leads me to my next question. Mm -hmm. We've all been affected by this so much in different ways. How do you think that Hollywood will look after this? That's a great question, man. I, I really feel like this is going to be like, you know, how where it's like AD uh, versus BC, you know, or, or you know, um, in terms of time. 
I feel like there's going to be like a before COVID and after COVID and you'll be able to yeah. really be, you'll really be able to see it, how it manifests itself, I think, through, through entertainment, through film. When I watch movies right now, the thing I notice is how much people touch their faces. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. just like how much, like just how much naturally. they do that yeah. naturally. Yeah. Right. And then, um, and then how, um, just how the distance, like in terms of, you know, I always felt like there's a, um, there's a, a already sort of like this understood space that I give a person, uh, that a person gives me, right? Um, it's just, and that's why when people get too close, you're like, oh, come on now, what, what, what you doing? Personal space, personal, personal space. space. <laughs> you know, right? uh, yeah, it's like, oh, hey, 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 you know what I'm saying? Two feet. But now that that's, I feel like it's going to be larger. So it makes you wonder like, well, like, what do you do with crowd scenes? What do you do with, um, you know, a scene that is, you know, as far as like with the good fight, when you look at like, you know, all the partners in the same room, uh, you know, and all the associates, like, what do you do with scenes like that? The backbone of our show are the, um, uh, to me, are the um, the uh, background actors. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the work they, did, they do um, uh, makes the world believable. You know, and, and it's like, well, how do we how do we navigate that? How do we navigate sort of the, uh, the you know, the stories that take place in public? Uh, so there are a lot of questions that have to be that are that have to be asked and answered before we can actually move forward and and and, and create the, the things that are, um, you know, ruminating in our imaginations. And um, and so that's why I'm like post COVID, I feel like it's going to look different. Or at least how yeah. we we handle, you know, LeBron James was talking about how you go the, the handshakes are going to look different. Absolutely, yes, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to see all, you know. I mean, all that. You're not gonna Elbows. See that. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be like the you're going to get the peace sign, like yeah. All right, uh, all right, yeah. Bow. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up soon, but uh, what are one of the, what's one of the first things you're going to do once this craziness is all over? I think everybody has a new evaluation of what that might be. What's yours? Wow, I haven't even thought of that. Let me see. What would I do? The first thing I'm going to do when I step outside without worry of Corona is what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. Right. Right. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yes, what? Exactly. Yes. What do I do now?" You know. So I mean, I think you know. Hopefully, it's something. You know what? I'm gonna go right to the basketball court and play, play ball. I feel that exactly. What I know you. I know you got skills. So yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put up a jump shot. I feel that exactly. Exactly what I'm gonna do. And then, where can fans find you on social media if they wanna, you know? see your latest projects or just catch up updates on The Good Fight? Yeah, if you want to catch up uh, with me, with The Good Fight, um, you know, I'll have a lot of projects in terms of, uh, you know, showing off my drawing skills. Uh, eventually, you'll see some of that uh, manifest itself as I continue to learn and grow. Um, but you can catch me on Instagram, at Niambi. And as a Nancy, Y, A, M as a Mary, B as a boy, I. That's my mama's uh, moniker. That's how she does it. So I do, I adopted that from my mama. Um, and then, um, and then on Twitter at Niambi as well, uh, there. So, um, let's have fun. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Look forward to, uh, to hearing your thoughts. 
I love that. Courtney, where can fans find you? I'm all over social media at Stuart Starlet. And I'm all over social media at Daryl Kristen. Uh, Niambi, man, it was a pleasure having you in here today and just uh, you you. some knowledge on the show. Everybody tune in, CBS All Access, good fight. Watch my man Niambi, he's doing his thing. And you got these other projects coming up. We're gonna be checking you for a while, man, because uh, you know I love hearing your story and, and you're also very humble, which is appreciative in this in- industry as well. No, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you guys. You guys are, are, are awesome and amazing. Thank you. Well, stay healthy and stay safe, man. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. You too. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.